Hi, I'm Sean Binder. Hi, I'm Bronze Avery. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Casual Talk, Talk, a podcast that's like having an intimate conversation with close friends at a party. Each week, we'll sit down with unique guests that we find crazy interesting, pop a bottle, and cut through the small talk to get to the good shit. I, I, I still identify more as like someone from New York. Yeah. Really? I would say. Like born? born and raised. Not in the city. Uh, Upstate. Like an hour outside New York City. Wow. So if someone's like, where are you from? Do you say, you say Florida? I say Florida, but like in like a, like a joking, self-deprecating thing. But I want, I would like to stop, you know? I would like like to stop having it be self-deprecating. I would like, yeah, I would like to just like own it because I feel like I know so many people from Florida, like moving here. Almost all of my really close friends are from Florida. Mm -hmm. Because Florida bitches get each other. They do. We're a little crazy, but we get it. <laughs> I, I like, I've said this before, but I met Bronze and Jesse because Jesse was my sister's wedding photographer. But they like also met at a football game and she was like, I met this guy. He's really sassy. You're really sassy. You should date. <laughs> and like, it was, that was like Dead it. It was like the only qualifications of like why I should know this person. The gay story of everybody. Date. Yeah. No, she was like literally trying to be matchmaker. That's what um, straight people do. They say, I know this gay guy. You're gay. You should date. Exactly. <laughs> You're gay. <laughs> hey, a lot of people will be scared here. <laughs> I knew it, dude. <laughs> my sister, when she found out I was gay, the first time we were alone without my parents, um, she took me to the library in Orlando. The library, Knight's Library. Who knows yeah. it? <laughs> Raise your hand. <laughs> and all these boys were trying to buy her shots because my sister was like a little cutie, and all uh, all she kept saying was uh it's my brother's birthday buy him shots and i never had boys that's buy actually shots. so sweet oh she gave you like your cheers. first little like gay experience without even knowing it cheers cheers, gay, cheers to everyone cheers. cheers to sisters uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i remember on the morning of my 19th birthday just like vomiting the oh, oh okay wait so her friend drove us and I remember getting back to her apartment and turning to her and this was like the like more lucid moment of the night. I turned to her and I said, well, I didn't like, I didn't puke. And she said, what the fuck are you talking about? I'd thrown up all in her friend's <gasps> car. No. So anyway, that was my library experience. Um, why did I start this story? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, know I don't even know when we started doing this interview. But, oh, no, I that's how this. it should be. Like, we're just here. We're in it. Um, but basically, yeah, Justin was my sister's wedding photographer, and I met Bronze through that connection. Yeah, because we were wow. visiting L.A. for the first time, and he was like, okay, I have this really cool guy named Sean. You got to meet him. So we finally come oh. to L.A. We meet him for, like, a day. And, like, you know, it's good energy. He loves Ariana Grande. He's singing to me like the first he's like singing along with the songs on the tv what song what and song i don't know it must have it was into you or every day obviously it must have been, uh, been into you something like that. dangerous woman era Some, yeah dangerous woman For era sure. it's important to know and i was like he's so brave to be singing like people are really scared to sing so as a brave. singer i just know people are really nervous to sing yeah. and he was just going for it and i was like you know what this is so cute and then he made <laughs> us like ed- he took us to a dispensary and then him and justin went in i couldn't i don't i didn't go in for some reason i don't know really? why you used to have oh, to have like a to be card a no oh. you had to be like they had to like put you on a list like you would be like a fucking times were different back then is that why 
Probably, yeah. Yes. You used to have to have like a card to get into the dispensaries. You either okay, had yeah, to have yeah, a yeah. medical card or I think you had to like agree to be on a list. And I think at that time you was, were not down to be on a list. Well, no, we I just didn't, didn't know I was what the ready fuck to was going smoke, on. But I think like I was like, Justin, just go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. why yeah. create this whole extravaganza for mm. me smoking? <laughs> so then Sean, like he made us these edibles, but the recipe <gasps> for the firecrackers is literally this. You take Oreos or graham crackers, either or, and you put like peanut butter on it because you need the oil. Then he took the weed, he grinded it, and he takes the weed and he sprinkles it all over the cracker, which is not what you're supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're going to get gross. fucked up. <laughs> but he gave it to us anyway and taught us. The, the issue was not giving it to us. It was teaching us the recipe. I thought I was like fucking the bare fucking Tessa in there. Just like trying <laughs> to teach to them Orlando this cannibal. And try to do this bullshit. And I get so fucking stoned watching Coco. I fucking diarrhea in the fucking movie theater bathroom. <laughs> I threw up. I had the flu for three days after. It was crazy because I had a panic attack. That is oh, like unintentionally the meanest thing I've ever done <laughs> to you. That's so fucked up. That's horrible, dude. Let me but, just say I did not know that we would be talking about diarrhea and cocoa at the same time when I came here. I tonight. think poop is on our list of things. Like, are you comfortable talking about this? Because I think yeah. a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about poop. Oh, I constantly I talk about poop. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, um, welcome everybody. <laughs> um, welcome to Casual Talk. Um, I am one of your hosts, Bronze Avery. I'm Sean Binder. And today we have a special guest. We have AJ Knight. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Poop, I don't know. <laughs> um, in one really like concise but beautiful sentence, what do you do? So the audience can oh, like, just God. know. Concise and beautiful. It can be as elegant or trashy as you want. Oh God! <laughs> no pressure, though. I've had two margaritas. <laughs> well, no, I've had like one and a sip. <laughs> <laughs> one and a sip is my one new thing. I've uh, had like one and a sip. <laughs> Are you fucked up right now? No, I've had one and a sip. <laughs> no, yes, I am fucked up. I've had one and a sip. <laughs> Thank you. I would want them to know that I. Want to make beautiful gay shit? Am I allowed to cuss? Yes. Oh, absolutely. You're allowed to cuss. Yeah. And Good. I love that. Same. <laughs> yeah. We all just want to make beautiful gay shit. shit. Yeah. That's where I'm at in life right now. <laughs> this is like we were talking about booking guests and we were like, we have to stop getting queer people only because we want to, no. like, I guess, appeal to the masses. Whatever. Why? But we actually realize that we like- don't even know any straight people. We have zero clue who to book. Yeah, it was. It's. It's not even appeal to the masses. I was like, I just want like you know like a diverse like I want everyone to feel like they can listen to it, and it's not just a queer thing. Even though I, I because I think my whole life is a queer thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, like maybe one thing cannot be, but just naturally, as everything happens, yeah. it just ends up being queer. But yeah. I knew we were going to be friends from this moment. You, <laughs> there is a video on your story a long time ago, and it's of your friend, and it's like after a long night out, and she's walking by herself confidently I know what you're gonna say. in silence to a McDonald's. 
And I saw that shit and I was like, if that is not me, we're going to be friends for yeah. fucking sure. That shit was my sense of humor to a T. Like she had yeah. no one around her. She's walking, strutting in heels confidently. Yeah, you can hear click, clack, click, clack. She's strutting through the parking lot of McDonald's. And then it was closed. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, I know. We had to drive away. <laughs> what an ending I didn't even I know. know about. I thought she, That's I the BTS this, shit right there. <laughs> I know. Weeks I thought that she had gotten a fucking Big Mac and she was living her best life, but I guess not. I think you literally t- you you said here is my number, text me this video. I did say that. <laughs> I was like please send me this video. It's so it was Fucking, I'm literally, I have a tear in my eye thinking about how funny I thought that video was. It was so really good. emotional. You made me feel like really com- confident about a lot of parts of myself, but like just loving McDonald's is definitely. Can I say, I fucking love McDonald's. Cheers Let me just. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> just shatter the cups. We cheer so hard. <laughs> Thanks, oh. our place. Thank you, our place, for the uh, cups that we have <laughs> maybe shattered. Uh, add. Hashtag oh add. Um, but no, I fucking love McDonald's. It's so and good. And you were like one of the only people that like publicly loves McDonald's. I'm glad that <laughs> Because it's not that. trendy to like fast food it's now. Yeah, no, it's not. And I will stand behind McDonald's. I'll be the one bitch with the McDonald's, please sign. sponsor. I'll Casual be right talk. behind Ronald himself waving that red and yellow flag <laughs> bitch with a huge M saying, where are my fries? Extra salt, please. I'm loving it. Fuck. I'm oh, loving it. Man. I am. There's just something like, I don't know if they put crack in those fries. No, <laughs> or it's like, crack. It's just it's pure it sodium. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. you think that it's like enough sodium, they just add a more. lot more to it. That, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. You think fine. it's too much. They say, spice it up a little bit. I have like, I have literally in my, um, in my ways, like address list or whatever, I literally have like a, my McDonald's. <laughs> because You're it like, is my chosen. <laughs> it is my chosen McDonald's. They never let me down. The fries are always so Is it the closest good. one to you as well? It used to be in my old apartment and now it is not the closest one to me, but I still drive there. make the drive to my, my McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> You're like a possessive boyfriend, but only about McDonald's. That Got is so it. funny. Okay. Yeah. So you guys <laughs> just filmed a pilot together. Not like, I mean, yes, kind of together. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely yes. together. There's video. He was like, you want to be in the shit? And I was like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell yeah. everyone about it because we know we've been following this journey for a while. And yeah. so a fucking while. proud of you. Thank you. Tell everyone who doesn't know about Daisy Boy. Okay. So it's called Daisy Boy. No, it's not. Yes. And it's weird. It's it's crazy to me that that like Daisy Boy is the title because I, I was like in a I was like super just like fucking perfectionist for so long. And then whenever I started writing it, I was just like trying to not get stopped by any perfectionism or anything. And so I just like one day I just said Daisy Boy and it like felt good. And I was just like, that's the title. Let's go. Like, I love creativity on. like that, to be honest. I feel like yeah. when you feel inspired and you're just like, it just calls you. You're just like, yeah. that has to be it. And I cannot compromise it. And when you start compromising is when it goes to shit. Yeah. So it's um, it's a show that I wrote. 
And um, it's about a kid growing up in the closet in uh, the middle of nowhere. And it's about the, um, the queer identity that like secretly blooms in his head while he's in the closet. And we say that it's like Lizzie McGuire, but gay. That is like a dream come true, I feel like, <laughs> for me at least. <laughs> if we'd had a show like this growing up, you know, things I mean, would be different. I like think about this a lot, about how like people who are queer growing up right now uh, not have it easier necessarily. They absolutely but, do. I mean, it's still hard, but they absolutely yeah. do. They yeah. have it easier because... We also had it easier too. You know I remember. I, mean? I remember. Way. Yes, like thinking all these like older gay men being like, "You don't know what we fought for," and being really young and naive about it, and being like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure." But now I absolutely grasp that, and like the sacrifice that they all like had to go through for me to hold my boyfriend. I don't have a boyfriend's hand <laughs> on the street, though. Like you know, like you yeah. don't know. You like yeah. Don't think about that stuff. And now you have shows like yours coming out where you have a lot more representation. Um, and people I mean, can just think, be themselves from think a about really the age. dating apps. Like the fact that you can just find gay people online is crazy. Back then, you literally could not do that. I was watching TV. How do you find it? Last night, and a commercial came on. It wasn't TV. I don't have cable. Um, it was like, yeah. I don't, I don't, do cable? we have cable? I don't want to like, cable cheers. <laughs> does anyone have cheers. cable cheers? No, no, no. cable. Um, it was the Bravo app because I'm fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we already got them. It's fine. Oh but, my God, Siri on the computer just came up and it said, who is the Bravo app? <laughs> Stop. You don't get it, Siri. Stop listening you don't to us. Siri, you're straight. You're straight. <laughs> but, but there was a like pharmaceutical commercial that came on like one of those ones where they're like, it's like for depression or whatever and they have like this pill and they're like, yay. And people are doing like everyday... <laughs> <laughs> People are doing like everyday life things and like running through fields and sitting on the couch. And there was like two men sitting on the couch, like watching TV in this pharmaceutical commercial. And it like really like struck me because it like felt so normal, you know, because like for so long, like everything that we watch, like there's representation. Yeah. But like in general, like mostly everything we watch, we have to translate Mm-hmm. And go, okay, that's a man and a woman. But if it was a man and a man, and if it was me and my love, then that is what that situation would mm-hmm. mean. Like, this would yeah. be possible. Like, I could yeah. validate this as yeah. good. And so we were watching the TV, and that came on, and there were two men just sitting on the couch, like, eating popcorn, you know, like, selling pills for depression. Yeah. And I was just, like, really touched by it. I'm no. Just, like, you know fucking, what? Oh that's what it takes. It really does. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I like want to be cynical about it and be like, well, if the multi-billion dollar pharmaceutical <laughs> industry can finally fucking acknowledge us, but yeah. that's real. No, I think that like that matters. That really does. And, and like, you know what? You didn't see it during Pride. <laughs> no, thank God. Because I feel like June, they just fucking come out of the woodwork. And then they're like, check, goodbye. Bye. Um, you know who's good yeah. about that is also Lush. They always have like gay ads and stuff. And I think, and it's never like a moment. It's always kind of like, you know, just like in, it's just a normal thing. And I think that is the way it should be, honestly. Do you guys remember that normal. Cheerios added that came out recently? Wait, where it was no. Like, what was it? Oh, it? It was two dads and they were raising a daughter. And every, mm-hmm. like, it was like really subtle, but it was just like um, everyone lost their minds over this Cheerio ad. This there is the second like, time I'm talking about this, but also in High School Musical, the two moms. Iconic. Oh my god! Okay, wait. wait High School wait. Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, I haven't watched it. Oh Icon. It's I literally. You will love it. We watched the first season together, mostly. Yeah. I haven't finished it, but yes, mostly. 
you'll love the finale. Am I going to cry? Yes, I cried. Okay, great. <laughs> Perfect. Cried. That's what I want. Um, I want to cry. Do you guys remember, because I used to equate my relationships with men in terms of like men and women. Like, am I the, am, like, am, am I the boy oh, or, I the the or the girl in oh. this relationship? Right, right, right. Wait, tell me yeah. more about so. that because I literally had never gone through that and I want to understand more about it. I love I love that you never had to go through Cause that. Cause I was like, I I just, ne- I don't know, maybe I'm sounding like too much. Like I've never seen it like that, but I really haven't. I'm not, ne- cause I never felt like I was the man or the woman. I just felt like I was kind of just like me. You know what I mean? Cause I have qualities of, I, I don't even, I don't even like, you know what I'm trying to say? You <laughs> like, don't, you don't, no, totally. you don't knowing you now, like prescribe to any of that shit. No, uh, no, I just don't believe, like, I have a really hard time, like, fitting and being like, this is a masculine quality. This is a feminine quality. Because I feel like I can be really, you know, like, typically, like, you know, a feminine quality is being, like, nurturing or being, like, right. softer or emotional. And I don't think those are, like, feminine qualities. I think that's, like, a quality of, like, me. You know, that I, think I you're have super nurturing. and I'm a man. And I think that can be a masculine quality or whatever. That's why I barely even believe in, like, masculine, feminine, like, whatever. I just feel like you're a person and... Yeah. Just the qualities that are that you have as a person. I think I had parents that really were like committed to staying together, even when they like s- separated. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That might be part of it. But like I always remember, it was like my mom's responsibilities were this, and my dad's responsibilities were this. Mm-hmm. But I also like my mom was really smart enough to always tell me like your relationship is always what you negotiate. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So, like, I don't think I basically I'm saying I don't think my mom was like a woman does this and a man does this. I think it was very much like you sit down with your partner and like you have these conversations of like, all right, you're better at cooking or you're better at like X Y Z. Like well, you work it out. To your mom because she thinks the European way, right? Like no, no, no. Like, I think my mom never was like a man needs to do this. Like I'm, I'm definitely not saying that. Joanne is a queer supporter through and through but <laughs> i think that i did have like these very like archetypes of like a man does this and a woman does this because that's just like how my parents negotiated their relationship um and so i remember like the first few relationships getting in being like oh i need to like cook for my boyfriend i need to like don't on him and i need to like do like xyz and once i got out of that relationship i didn't feel that anymore did but you I feel know. the same way like did your parents have like set roles of what they did or was it kind of just like we just do what we're better at um i think my parents are they're traditional to a certain extent for sure because mm-hmm. they're both like texan born and raised texan so like ingrained in them is like tradition and like the man goes to work and the woman stays home and she cooks the things. And that's not what they, I don't think they were ever afforded the luxury of the man goes to work and the woman stays home and takes care. You know, they like both were like, we grew up like not fucking rich at all. Like very much just like do whatever you have to do to get by. So they both worked so much all the time. So that kind of went out the window They've kind of had like a you cooked dinner, so I'll do the dishes. That's such a good way type of thing about it. Yeah, and and it it didn't really have much to do with gender. Uh but yeah, it is kind of weird whenever you are in a relationship with a man and everything has been programmed in you growing up as the 
man pays for the thing on the first date and the woman gets doted like, by the man because you're just like, well, we're both fucking dudes. So like, <laughs> what, do we, what do we do? And then you're just like, all right, well, you just, I, yeah, I guess you just figure it out. I, I totally, like, that is why I've always had an issue with it because I'm like, well, what am yeah. I supposed to do? Like, I'm going on this date. Do I pay or does he pay? I guess we both pay and maybe that's how it's supposed to be. But I grew up like a single parent home. So it was just mm. me and my mom and my sister. So like, uh, it wasn't like I stepped up and assumed the responsibilities of like the fa- the man of the house. <laughs> it was just like my mom was like, okay, I need, I need help. Like, I don't have anyone else. You're old enough. Like, I need your help and your guidance to like, bounce ideas off of or like how are we going to fucking get the money to pay this bill or like can you help me fix a car can we replace this toilet together or like whatever you, the case is are you the is. old oldest what are you i how am do you the fall? oldest yeah and my, you have younger I'm siblings sister who's four years younger than me oh she's cute she's a really good singer too she's cute she really <laughs> is oh my god she's a legend she really, really is she's an iconic legend honestly <laughs> what's her so name good. shout out shout, out, little, shout out. out to tiffany brown hi she's tiffany tiffany <laughs> no it's just me and my mom like you know like moving we moved like five times like when we were like after like my parents got divorced we moved like five times or so like within like five years like we moved like once a year so it was just like me and my mom like kind of doing all of it you know not not saying that my sister like didn't help but like she just wasn't <laughs> it's, she's the baby she was, you know yeah she yeah, just wasn't just, old enough to really yeah. like take the on that full responsibility and i think that's what helps me maybe understand that there's not really like a well my mom was acting as the only parent in the house and doing it literally all fixing the car doing everything totally. and teaching me how to do it so which is beautiful because i'm a man so it was like we both got to like learn together in a sense it was cute wow i have like literally nothing but respect for people that like grow up in single parent homes and for the parents that like fucking figure it out i have nothing but respect for my mom I'm like, i mean oh absolutely because <laughs> i i mean i imagine like i'm you know i'm 27 and I'm just like, I can't even imagine like having a child right my now. My mom had no. me at 28. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, like that. I mean, me, like my parents, like when I think, I think my mom had us like when she was like 22 or something. Like, yes, crazy. my mom had. And I'm just like, crazy. what? Like, it's so crazy. I'm like, at this point, I would have a five-year-old who's like looking to me three meals a day every single day. And I'm just like, I can barely feed myself. Like, what are you talking about? I can't. What do you want me to do? That made like, me want to like barf. Like that, that made me want to call my mom. Should we call our mom? Everyone, call dog. our mom. <laughs> call your mom. Call your mom. Call your mom. Call your mom. Honestly, <clears throat> um, hello, casual talk listeners. I just want to urge you to give your mom a ring for not just Mother's Day, but for every day of the She's year. Done a lot. You don't even fucking realize it. Just think about think about feeding someone else besides yourself. Think about three feeding meals somebody day. not McDonald's for three meals a day. Oh my God. Like if I had a baby, they'd literally be getting fries for like two meals. <laughs> like, that's like, like, because I just couldn't that's do anything. Like, just like what's taking for the fries, fries them. again. <laughs> like, a ba- like a mama bird. Just like, I don't know. I'm eating Chewing the fries it up, in my spitting mouth. Spitting it out. <laughs> I'm spitting the fries in their mouth. <laughs> it's so nasty. In the drive-thru. <laughs> Get them while you're hot. <laughs> Get it while you're hot. Ew. Yeah, call your mom. Oh my god. It honestly so. like it it like I know it like feels annoying, but like I feel like when we call our moms, it's the best part of their day. You it know? really like, Oh my god, my mom. Uh, the tea is my mom calls me once a day. 
pizza Stop. Shia? But I, no, I would say recently it's been like every like two or three days. It's been like, mm. she, I think it's just, maybe it's because of the distance. Honestly, like I don't yeah. live in Orlando anymore, but like, you know, she used to call me multiple times a day and I like never minded it. You know, sometimes I was like, oh my God, I can't do this all the time. But <laughs> you know, overall it's, it's sweet. You know, my grandma, she calls my mom multiple times a day cause she doesn't really have anybody. Not saying my mom doesn't have anybody, but like, it's just nice to check in with your family. For oh, instance, yeah. I was going to a gymnastics meet the other day, and my one of my really good friends, Sarah, shout out to you, Sarah, hey, she sure. FaceTimed me, and I, you know, get a little bit of anxiety anytime somebody FaceTimes me because I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be a long talk. Like I don't, I just can't do it. And then I answered it, and I had the best time. I had so much fun talking to her, and I was like, you know what? Why am I afraid? Like back in the day, I would have died for FaceTime. I right. would have lived to have had the easy, let me just call my friend and see their fucking face. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. If I like go back to college and like FaceTime my mom a few times. Like what? Like we're taking this for granted. Like I'm answering every FaceTime I get. Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, it depends on the Unless day. I'm having sex. Right. Or like <laughs> if I'm like looking like busted. Want a show? <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Jones, Elliot, shout out Elliot. Oh, like oh, he will Elliot. do nothing but FaceTime me. Same for shout out to Anthony Lopez. FaceTimes <laughs> me all the time. The, literally and I'm always like, what do you want, you psycho? Like, shout out to Vanya Morales. She FaceTimes me literally constantly. <laughs> You're like, why are you doing this? I know, to and me? now she's like, why don't you answer my calls? And I'm just like, because it's too much. <laughs> Because you're FaceTiming me too much. I love Excuse you. Me. You're a psycho. <laughs> I love you. You're a psycho. Why do you want to see my face? Why can't you just call me? Text me. Yeah. Well, she does that too. And the DMs and the, the yeah. It's- I'm the same way with like client stuff and people are like, can we just hop on a call? I'm like, no. Fuck. Just if, text me. Send me an email, bitch. Like, if please. we're friends and I'm communicating with you through one channel... It feels weird. Like we we have we have our close. Instagram DM conversation. We have our voice memo Sean, conversation. We are communicating through like eight channels. We're communicating through Notion, two <laughs> two Slack channels. Literally yes. two Slack channels. What is it? Wait, what? DM. Have you ever heard of Slack? Huh? Oh, oh. my gosh, what is baby. It? No, what is? Okay, it? so Slack is basically like an instant messenger, but for like a company. So if you work for like let's say like let's say you work at. <clears throat> You work at Galore Magazine, right? You just yeah. got hired as the director for Galore Magazine, whatever. Yeah. And you are on the team. You get a Slack and everybody is in this fucking group chat, essentially. But it's like you can have private messages. You can have different channels. Like, oh, we're the design team. So we're one team and we're just all in this channel. And it's basically just like instant messaging, but for work. So you don't have to fucking do email for quick shit. So you can be like, girl, like, what do you think of this edit? Girl. Send. <laughs> And sometimes, I don't know, like, shit falls through the cracks. But if you're talking over one channel, something's wrong. Like, my mom will, like, call me. She'll, like, email me sometimes. She'll email me sometimes. Your mom does not ever email. email? No, no, your mom emails But I know, you? I know yeah. a lot of people whose parents do email. But, them. like, w- their whole message is the subject line. <laughs> it's like, miss you, love you, call me. And it's just, like, no body. And it's like, what the I'm fuck is happening? I'm very shook by this information. I did not know that parents were emailing. My mom would yeah. never. They're, They're like, savvy. per my last. <laughs> per my last email, call me. Yeah. My mom sends me TikToks every day. She sends me like 10 TikToks, but not on TikTok, through our family group chat, which is called 
boys in motion. I didn't Stop. realize what it was for a long time. I was like, who is this group chat? It's me, my and mom, my started- sister. We're the boys in motion. <laughs> I don't know why I came up with that group chat oh, name, but I just that's did from one day. what is that from? It's from like a Disney movie or something. That's the Raven. We are the boys, boys in motion. We are the boys in motion. <laughs> we, we give you our devotion, boys. We are the boys in motion. Yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> but we just kept it. We've never left it. Honestly, that's so cute that our family group chat is boys in motion. Like, how woke are we? My my family Truly group chat woke. doesn't have a name, but I should give them one. Yeah, just do it randomly. They're not going to change it. What are they going to do? Change it? They'll be like, what does it mean? <laughs> They'll have to Google it. Um, I'm going to figure out one. But uh, what we usually do when we record one of these is we like to ask for the highs of the week. I feel like we're like 30. We're like, we're, we're literally like, 30 minutes we're into like this podcast. 70% done with our podcast. And like, we're asking our first question. It's like, so what was the high of your week? <laughs> so but we, we, I feel like we should just do it because it's like a feel good moment. We like, should. What was so like what was like the, the best week? thing you did this week? Not, I mean, today's Monday. It's Monday. We're, we're dating. I'm dating us. But like <laughs> maybe the week before, like what was the best thing you did last week? Highlight of your last week. I mean, best thing that I did last week was shoot Daisy Boy. That was the oh best thing I've ever God. done. It was like, yeah, it was the best thing ever. I got to experience that too. And you I sure cried. did with that umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I watched back a fucking video of me doing the parasol. Cause I was like literally, f- <laughs> I love, I hope this it's comes so out and people can see though. this. Cause I they was will. like, I was like, I know this is not right. You know, when you just know something is not right as an actor, <laughs> but <and you're- laughs> But you do it anyway. Because, like, you, I've had so much experience behind and in front of the camera. I can just know when something is not right. And yeah. I was like, this parasol is not right. I was like, it's not getting in front of him. It's hitting somebody. As the editor, it did. Okay, great. <laughs> it, 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 I, I had to do some clever cutting. But, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look at He's but over look, here look, being look, like, just, I got 10 minutes on Premiere Pro. But, oh, my God. Like, this aside looks, from, you can't see it, the you viewer. You can see but it look, if you're a viewer. We're but this literally looks watching. amazing. Oh my god. What? Yeah, it's my favorite shot of the entire thing. Yeah, because it, it like I'm zooming, I'm zooming on bronze right now, looking like a goddamn angel. Yeah. I love the styling was iconic. We'll put this photo in the show notes. Yeah. Mm, that would um, be cute. Let me see. I have more. I have more. No, but I was like this is not I just knew like I knew there were some takes where it was like amazing, and then there, there were some takes where I was like, uh, "I just hit somebody." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just okay. knew it every single time. I was like, "Nope, this wasn't right." And then I was like, trying, I kept trying to ask because I was like, "Um, girl, like I need someone to move down. I need something to happen." <laughs> or this first all shot okay. is not happening. It all works out. Why? Was was why to you was it the best part of your week? Like, I, we know, but let <laughs> let everyone. Know. I mean. Just like truthfully, like I've been working on this show for like since 2017. So it's been like a while. So just getting to like be in a place where like you're watching all of it like come to fruition and like having a team who's also fucking down and like helping you and also wanting it to be a success and then watching these beautiful yes. fucking people show up to be in it. And then like, you're saying the words that you've been staring at on a computer for so long. Oh my it was God. like, I mean, it was, it was amazing. I so. think that's such a dream of mine is the team. Like when I showed up, I literally texted Sean. I was like, this shit is legit. As I know. Me too. <laughs> me too. 
<laughs> he was like, this is a whole fucking team. It was a production. I knew it was going to be legit to some extent. I was like, this is going to be great. I want to come support him. He's... I. The talent is, like, amazing in there. <laughs> but when I showed up, I was like, bitch, this shit is literally, like, a fucking real shit. Like, and it, I was like, yeah. that team is so yeah. amazing to have behind you. You feel like all the hard work you've been laboring over for your creative vision is just coming to life. It's just mm. nothing like it. And there are people who are just, like, fucking good at right. what they yes. do. Oh, my God. Nothing gives me, a, like, oh a more God. of a director boner yes. than when people... I, I just get to let them do their thing. Like, I don't yes. have to, I don't have to be like, I don't know. Like I, I did a shoot this past weekend. That was two days. And like, um, it was just really cool to see how much my like team had grown. Like, I didn't have to like check in on like, is the gimbal working? Or oh like, or, like is this like makeup? Like, yes. I just literally got to let people like do what they're great at. Just trust that they are yeah. bringing it to the table too. Yeah. And I just felt really solid about that. And like, I don't know, I really imagine that that's what you felt too. Where totally. you're like, holy shit, this is exactly being translated the way I wanted it to. And that is magic. And like my my favorite thing about the entire process is like my goal is to just like work with people that are smarter than me and better than me. Me too, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah like, no. And so I'm like, I'm watching, like I'm working with like our DP, Maddie, who's just like a fucking genius, it, like trying to communicate the vision with like the lighting guy who is just like creating these lighting looks with her that I, I never would have imagined. And they're so good. And I'm just like, how are you guys fucking doing that? You're so good at what you how do. Did I, how did I get here? No, literally, like <laughs> genuinely, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like I did good. Like, you're, <laughs> I, I hear think, your team like, yes, bitch. Yes. Literally the biggest joy that I have about my friend group like of all time is just like looking around and being like, if I don't know how to do something, someone here does. And mm -hmm. holy shit, they're really good at it. Yeah. Like I'm not here to mix a song or like know how to write lyrics, but, or know how to do a lot of stuff. But like, if I ever needed it, I know someone <laughs> that could like me. Yeah. Like, I don't know with, with Browns and I, I feel like I've learned so much. And I think that like one of the things that I always cherish about our friendship that has allowed me to like be a director now is understanding that if I don't know how to do something, how to like find someone that will. I think that's the most important thing. It's just like, if you don't know, you got to know where to look to like help yourself out. And also, like, just trusting what people see for you. I literally saw this for you. <laughs> yeah, you did. Aww. Like, literally, he's the one that, like, gave me the shot to do it at all. And I so was over at your apartment. I was like, I think you are really good with stories. Because I knew you were a writer. I was like, I feel like yeah. you're good with stories. I was like, I think you could do this. Like, I think you could direct. Because you were doing photography. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think this is right. But I was like, I do think, though, that you can tell a story. And I think that is what you're searching for is through this visual. I'm like, I think you're wanting to create a visual story. Yeah. So you should be a director instead. And literally it's been so good. But if he hadn't been like, you know, what, I think you could do this and like, give me a shot. I wouldn't be doing then it kind of the crazy music video idea. And I was like, yes. Like, which we are nominated know. for a queer tea, which I'm going to the award ceremony tomorrow. Can yeah. you believe? Okay. I'm so surprised uh, by yeah. that. <laughs> are you going to be there? No. Oh, 
I don't think I think it's very like random. Like I don't know if anyone. <laughs> sorry, queer tees, but I think it's very, <laughs> I think it's like I don't know who's gonna shout be there. Shout out to queer tees. Sh- uh, shout out to you guys. Nominate like, more for the nomination. <laughs> um, again, it's like Trixie Mattel, Kevin McHale, and, like other celebs. I'm like I don't Wait, think I'm I think gonna, you're gonna win though. I don't know. I don't know. I think we made a great video. I have no expectations for like you know what people are like I have no expectations I genuinely really don't I'm like oh my god I was surprised I even got nominated it was such a <laughs> shock to me we were talking earlier about how different music videos are from narrative they're harder and how I think I'm, like in the process of, I think I'm gonna write a star vehicle for bronze but it needs to be like something <laughs> gritty and like ter- like terribly like like I'm really by terrible I mean like I was want to like get you out of your comfort zone I can do that I think I got I'm gonna write you into Daisy Boy yeah. you oh should oh my god <laughs> I have like one line you said gritty and I was like mm. I have one line in Daisy Boy right now and it's like girl I know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. nailed it she killed it. She came up with such a good line. I was like, you know what? Let me just go off this. Let me just say, as the writer, <laughs> I told her that line. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I go, girl, say, this is my fucking song. Fuck! And then she did Yes. And she, honestly, I had so much fun. I was like, I could, I w- after that experience, I was like, I would love to be in a fucking show. I was like, this is so fun and cute to do. Because, I like, I feel like you are gonna become a star because enough people are gonna be like, I just want you in my shit. Totally. Until, like, you don't, you're past the point of auditioning. Guys, I feel very gassed up. No, we need to be gassing up AJ right now because he's an amazing one. He up. already has a show coming up. I'm gassed. I, I am so gassed. feel like I'm gassed. <laughs> I'm very gassy. We're not I, afraid to talk about poop here. I, I believe a thousand percent in Daisy Boy. Like it's oh. not, it's not a doubt in my mind if it will get made. It's like, where does it live? Yes, that's how I where? felt. That's why I was like, I need to do this because I think it will actually become something because the talent is just so undeniable. It's just so this narrative, this story, everything is just oh. so undeniable to me. Thank okay, you. Okay, I'm guys. gonna, I'm done putting gas in your ass. <laughs> I'm not. When I first saw you. <laughs> When I first saw you, I just remember being so floored by your energy and like just wanting whatever was going on there. Mm. And just being like, I'm so tired all the time. But this <laughs> but this person literally is like a fucking like um I'm so tired all the time. Just like a jolt to my heart. Like you Stop. just make me feel very, very excited to like oh. exist. And I feel like that is what is going to captivate so many people. And I cannot wait to see this. And I love that you were in it because like obviously. I know it was the cutest thing. I had the best. I truly had the best day. So if anyone's looking for tea, you're not getting a hair bitch. <laughs> this is literally just love. Here. I literally, I, I remember when we met. Wasn't it at that the project contrast? Party? Yes, it yes. was. And I was like, I was trying my hand as an event photographer that night. Love. Didn't figure it continue out. with that. <laughs> but, but it was really nice. It was fun. And like, yeah. I just remember thinking like I had moved to LA with this mindset that like, a lot of gay people are going to be scary and mean or like judgmental. That sucks. Kind of true sometimes in some parts. <gasps> but I feel really <laughs> lucky. I don't know. I, I don't exist in that world. Yeah. 
and I don't choose to yeah. anymore. And like I've been all of them want to be loved at the end of the day, you know. So totally. it's just such a good way of know. thinking about it, honestly. Everybody does. Human beings. Who doesn't do. want to be loved? Like yeah. it would be easy to be like they're queenie, they're like terrible, but like and they're insecure. You know, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I'm so lucky because of the group of friends that I have and like meeting you and like meeting obviously all our friends. Like none of us are really like that at all. No, I I've honestly like casted away the fucking witches. <laughs> yeah. But you learned it really quick. I think like one of my like low, low, low key skills is curating like groups of people, if that makes sense. Yeah. Being like, oh my God, we'll be like, these are like, this is a good person to add to this group. Like we'll all be like really good friends or like we should hang out. Like I think we'd be good friends. That's all I have to say about that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And that's no, it for Casual I Talk. Seats, Thank you for joining none us. none of them that are relevant <laughs> to anybody. So thank you for listening. But but I do feel like, no, I feel like there is something to say about like like queer people who decide to not. And I feel like you decided to not. Oh, this is know? one of my questions for you, actually. So did you always feel accepted in the queer community because some people like for instance me I always felt very accepted in the queer community but not for everything except for dating so did you always feel accepted in the queer community or is there a certain part that you didn't feel accepted like maybe you thought maybe guys always thought you were cute but like you never like were able to find like good meaningful friends or something like that um, or was it all good, all bad? No, it's, I mean, it's not all good and it's not all bad. But like where I grew up, like there was no queer community, mm-hmm. you know, like in my high school, like there were like a couple of kids that we were like, oh yeah, you're fucking gay, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like there was no like united queer group, you know, which I I envy the kids who are growing up now who I think... Hopefully it's more normalized. I hope so too, honestly. But I mean, I think, I mean, I have definitely found queer people out here in LA, like you guys and, and like other people that I have met who I do feel like accepted and, and loved and whatever. It's all good. But like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's not necessarily queer. It's just like, people in general that mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just so afraid of people, you yeah. know, and so like afraid of social situations and, and whatever. And I don't know what it, what it is in my, I don't know if it's them or if it's me. It's always a little bit you of know? both. I think so too. I was the other day we were at me, Sean and I were at a party and we both got a little bit high and <laughs> I got very high. A little bit high. I'm really good at being high in social in social situations just because honestly I smoke so much. <laughs> and I'm terrible at Well, a lot of people you're not like I would say I'm kind of a minority in this. Like a lot of people really suck at being high and being social. And then we or drunk and being social. So we were mm. all out and he was like, Sean was like, I just don't feel like I feel like I'm being weird or like whatever. And I was like, yo. Everybody else is too. I was like, everybody else is drinking. Everybody else is high. I'm like, maybe they're being weird and you're actually fine. And I was like, once you realize that everyone is kind of just this weird blob, it just makes everything a little bit more comfortable. (laughs) Because it's like, when you're high or drunk, you just feel like everybody is like 
normal and you're the one that's weird, but that's like so the opposite case. It kind of changed my life to be like, I literally absolutely was the one that was fucked up. Um, Can we take a bathroom slash refill break? Yep, bye. We'll be back, bye. Yes, Uh, hold on, we're all pausing. (laughs) Pause. Really? In 2014, before DMs even existed, he slid into my, no. I love you you so much. Um, Welcome back. We have come back from our pee liquor break. And (laughs) here we are to... (laughs) So you have a boyfriend. You have a boyfriend. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. (laughs) But he slid into my comments because DMs didn't exist. So Cool. Yeah. He said, hey, cutie. Yeah, and we did long distance for nine months. He was in Georgia and I was in Texas. That's how me and my ex met. 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 Um, but uh, yeah, like yeah. I, I used to write a blog that was about living with straight guys for the first time. Like I didn't know how to do it. I've never done that. I don't want to um, do that. No, I did once in college and yeah. I, I was like such a little fucking idiot. I, he smoked weed in our, in our apartment one time. And Your this was boyfriend. Bro- no, 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 no. The, the straight guy that I lived with, his name was Dallas. Shout out Dallas. Hi oh, Dallas. Hello. Cheers That's to Dallas. Hot. It's always hot to be named for a city in my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he wasn't hot, but he did have, I saw his penis one time and it was very big. So that was wow. fun wow. and good and stuff. But then he smoked weed in the apartment and I you had never that. smoked weed before at that point. Mm-hmm. And I like, called our RA. <gasps> no. I was such a little fucking bitch. Like I I know. I know. And then and then Christmas break came and I moved out without saying anything. I moved into a single unit dorm. <laughs> AJ. I was like I, I was just like he is wild. He is on drugs. Like I have to get out of here and I moved oh. I moved all my stuff out. That was me I mean, with bronze with poppers. I was like, why don't you just stop. try these? I've never done poppers. Wait, before. no, I love poppers. Hold what on, let's like? rewind this. I have <laughs> I have poppers in my pocket. No, in not your po- in your pocket. No, not you don't have it in your person. pocket. Do you want to Hold, see that? If you have poppers in your pocket, I will take it. Like if you did, only if you have poppers actually in your stop. pocket. No. No, you don't. Wait. <laughs> Do it again. We need a close up on the on the sound of it hitting the table. Oh my God. I literally cannot believe you Stop. have poppers. Wait. Wait, okay. Can we just establish- Double Scorpio. This is me. I'm no, Scorpio. No, literally. Bitch. What do, okay. What do poppers do? What are they for? I've never, I've never been exposed. <gasps> That's okay, fine. On. I'm a really good at this. I promise <laughs> I'm really good at explaining what poppers are. Okay. So poppers okay so the first let me give you a little bit of a Should backstory i brought poppers to this party well you did so well i brought them so <laughs> let me give you a little bit of backstory on how i first experienced poppers it was actually not with a gay person it was with a straight person i was at a house party and my friend samantha she was like hey like i have poppers like do you want to try them they not samantha. samantha samantha had poppers samantha on had poppers and she was like and this is like some of my first times drinking you know what i mean so i was like okay whatever and, and i don't do like I smoke a lot of weed, but I don't do anything else. Like I don't do any drugs beyond. And I was like, um, I'm nerd. Like I was like, I don't know. I don't want to. And I had never even smoked weed at that point. So I was like, I don't know. And she was like, all it does is make you really hot for like 30 seconds and then it's over. And then I was like, oh, 30 seconds, no commitment. I can do this. What does she mean by really hot? So I find out. So I take a sniff and I just, well, I take a sniff and I didn't feel horny. I just felt like very hot because it just like, you know, increases your like blood rush and stuff. And I was feeling really hot and, and then it was over and 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, it's 
it's done. It like, literally lasts 30 it's seconds. Literally, maybe a minute at the most. So then the only place we could get it was Parliament House, Orlando, Florida. So we went there, and you can't say it's poppers. You have to say it's fucking CD cleaner, which is that's why on the bottle it you says tape cleaner. To, you Are still they? have to you say still have that. To do that. These clean CDs. You can't have to go. You yes. can't go into a sex store yes. and be like, "I'm looking for poppers." I, mean, I have CDs. Because it's rough, rough trade. Oh. You could. You could. But basically, so what it does, I didn't know this until like a year. So I moved to LA. We all go out to the club. One of my friends is like, "I have poppers," and I'm like, "Oh, perfect. I love poppers. Like, let me take a hit." So, because I was like, "I don't do this," and he was like, "Have you ever done poppers dancing?" And I was like. No. So I take poppers dancing. I am living my best life for 30 seconds. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like living my best life. I'm feeling cute. Then I find out that poppers is used for anal sex. And what you're supposed to do is take a hit of poppers and then it loosens your butthole so take shit can go in there. The it makes anal actually enjoyable enjoyable and then well and i because i and then when i found this information out i was like poppers are stupid i don't need poppers i can take a dick no matter how big it is but we don't use them for that we like use them recreationally i feel like then i started appreciating poppers everywhere in the bedroom and for dancing i was like oh poppers are just great i'm probably losing a brain cell every time but this is amazing so it just basically is a muscle relaxer so it just makes you feel loose and happy and it lasts for about 30 seconds this is Um, casual talk after hours (laughs) no this is casual talk (laughs) i should have a little thing under questionnaire that says poppers but no, but the only reason why I ever feel comfortable talking about poppers is because I don't, I mean, and I'm not saying I'm better than anybody because I don't do these things, but I like, don't do coke. I don't do coke. I've never done Molly. I've never done coke. I've, Same, I've, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Like anything beyond weed, wow. I haven't done. <laughs> but poppers, I feel like is below liquor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I really? Like, I feel like it's nothing. I feel like I would. It's I, really innocuous. Like, it's just like fun. Like, the first time we did them together, literally, I feel like we just laughed. I, this is going to be the most controversial thing I've ever said probably in my life. Dun, but dun, if like dun. a middle schooler was like, can I try this? I would probably, and I would be like, you know, like, I wouldn't say yes, but I wouldn't feel uncomfortable if they did because it's Because they're not doing anything crazy. It's, right. It's it's not that crazy. It's really like it's it'll be over before you know it. Unlike weed, I would feel uncomfortable giving somebody, anybody at any age, like smoking for the first time if they didn't know what they're getting into because you could yeah. go on a crazy mental. This doesn't affect your yeah, mental yeah, yeah. state. It just like makes you loose. That's it. Okay, I'm done. Do you smoke <laughs> weed? I smoked a lot of weed for like, like three years I smoked weed like every day yeah and it just like really just like fucking grabbed me I was like this is amazing and then I like woke up one day and I was like oh my god I have to um fucking stop so oh, I so now you don't do <laughs> that anymore so I don't smoke year. anymore yeah at all at all no I literally like one like I smoked every single day for like three years and then I woke up one day and I was just like I have to stop I think this day is coming for me soon. I don't know. I like, I I think for me, the most exciting part about smoking weed is like, now I have a hard stop on all these other like I'm not working. Like I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could probably do that if I like worked hard enough to like get to that mental space where I'm like done. Mm -hmm. Like, but like for me, it's like now I'm going to take a hit and now I'm done with working for the night. Or like now I'm going to have a drink and now I'm done. That's how I feel too. But 
It's hard. I feel like that's honestly the hardest thing about being like a freelancer. Like what we all do is like, there's no hours that any any person is expecting us to work. And it's like, that's so challenging for me to be like, when am I done? And like, I love getting to do this with you because it's like, obviously I'm coming over and like, we're working. But not really, but um, for everything else, it's so serious. It's so like high stakes in my mind. And like, besides smoking, I don't really have like an outlet to like not. And so to get to do that would be like really nice. And like, so that's cool that you don't have to. No, I, I, yeah. But yeah, and so it's something that I'm very conscious of, you know, like whatever. um, Because things can grow. Totally. And it grew, like, we, like, grew with me, you know? What do you like, say we? Like, like the addiction grew, like, the both of we you, did. like, like, a weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you said we did, like, we No, did. no, no, weed grew. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Like, the, and, right. it, and it was, like, it started out as a thing that I would just, like, do with my friends. And, like, it was, like, fun and kind of every now and then. And then it was, like an everyday thing and then it was like an all day everyday thing and I was just like is this making me happier is this kind of keeping me down because like I'm a person who wow this like got really serious really fast but like I'm like a person who like I get my self-worth I think from the things that I accomplish and the things that I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, and are the you, things that I check off are my- Are you a cancer? No, close. I'm a Gemini, so worse. <laughs> no, you're not worse. I'm not I, worse, but like, I don't know. I you really don't respect to that. guess your sign yet. I should have like probably- Well, I'm right on the cusp. I'm like June 20th. So it's like, I think the oh, 21st shit. starts yeah, cancer or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I, I, I guess like however I was raised or whatever, like my my parents are very much like, they just like have high expectations of me. So it's just like the things that I accomplish makes them happy, which makes me happy and whatever. So like that's like very ingrained in my whatever I check off my to do list means I'm like good, you know. Yes. No, I think a lot of well, a lot of my cancer friends in my life. That's why I ask is feel like this they're like they're so driven by what they do and what they accomplish and I think a lot of that is so in a sense valid because that is just like you know ingrained in their personality they want to like make people happy and they want people to be happy and that makes them happy but I mean I also just feel like there's a big part of me that's like fuck what anyone else wants oh my god me too like it then great I (laughs) wish I could have your energy because I feel like I don't know anytime I talk to you about a creative project you always have like the best advice and like you're amazing about it. Oh, and I just you. like always oh, wish you. that I could like oh. have that and like really, really absorb it in the way that you do. I mean, I me. doubt it too. Like for instance, I'm like, I think I'm, I think I'm done with my next single, but I keep coming back to it. Like, is this vocal like a little bit too, you know, wet? Like do, are people not going to like this? And I'm like, do, and I keep having to ask myself, do you like this bronze? Do you like this? Not it is a standard. Do you like it? It's so hard for me because like I am like like I love you so much, but like truly, it's like 
holy shit, of course, this is like the next thing. So I love that you are like really critical about yourself because I feel like it forces me to be really critical about myself in a way I wasn't before. But like ultimately my friendship with you is like maybe a better visual artist because I'm thinking about all this shit that I never thought before. Like how does the set design look versus how does this like wardrobe does I don't know like a stylist I'm also trying to get better at big picture Mm. like does this like who cares like the details I think are important but I also think like you know I for instance I sent the song to you and you didn't have a comment on like if the vocal was too dry or too wet or right yeah they don't know like you know the people don't even realize yeah really get it but I not saying that you don't know or you don't understand, but or you yeah. couldn't understand. But it's more so like that's not my realm of like expertise at all. Well, it's like, more so it this, even if it was the big picture got across to you, right? Oh my god, and it was beautiful. Like it's fucking, it's a bop. <laughs> it's a huge bop. It's a major bop. It a is a smash major bop. hit. Hopefully, one. it's out by the time this comes out. Maybe this comes out before, honestly, <laughs> hopefully. Okay, I have one more question for you. Ooh. I ask people this one kind of a lot because I think it like lets me know a lot about them and just whatever. <laughs> um, what advice would you give to your parents? <gasps> I saw that you had you had posted this mm-hmm. some I think it might have been in the description or something I of your I, pilot I, I or asked something. This question kind of a lot to people because I don't know, I'm just curious. Like, what would you, what like, what advice would you give to your parents? Oh my god. Um I <laughs> My parents are wonderful people. That's a good start, honestly. So I will start there. Yeah. I I think that um I've thought about this because I saw it in your description of the mm-hmm. pilot or something. The 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 conversation you remember from the party, yes, or something. <laughs> I, I love that. Like advice um, you'd give to your parents. Below, let me know if you like that tagline because that's what I'm telling people. <laughs> but I mean, I think that one of the most like wonderful things that has come with like growing up is like learning that your parents are people. Yes, absolutely. That is like the best wisdom you can ever get. You know, like you you like get to a point where you look back and you realize that like, oh, these people were doing the fucking best that they could in the situation that they were in, you know? And when you think about the age, it's like, wow, when I was 22, I can't even believe that. Oh my God. That's crazy to me. Oh my God. I feel like I apply that to all my friends where it's like, I don't, oh my God. Like, I don't know. Like you're doing this when you're doing that. Like, yeah, they're, making, crazy. they're literally doing the best they fucking can for you. It's yeah. crazy. They're doing the best they can. Well, like, hopefully, they are doing the best they can for you. And you anyone, know if they're anyone doing is the best doing they the can. best. Any parent anywhere is doing the best that they can in the situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. You know, and I fully believe that because I have a fish now as my daughter. Ooh, I oh, was just uh, <laughs> I want a fish. I was just saying I want a fish. I feel like I could see you with a cat, but not any cat. I could see myself with, I'm allergic to cats, but I could see myself with a cat before anything else for sure. It's a, like, it's a hairless cat. It doesn't talk to you unless it's not hairless. I'm one of those people that like, if I'm going to have a pet, they're going to fucking love me. 
for sure. They better. My dog, yeah. like, Clementine is obsessed with you. No, not me. She's obsessed with Justin. No, actually, she's been bitchy to him lately. She's been obsessed with you lately. You think? Yeah. I haven't even been over there lately. Every time that you're over, See? she's always like, hi. Who is Clementine? Clementine is my cat. Your cat. Very rude girl. Yeah. Rugo by Rihanna. <laughs> Clementine. She so looks like me, How to Train Your Dragon, like toothless. More about your fish, though. Okay, yeah. so we got a fish, and she's a beta fish, but, well, some people say beta, but I say beta. I, I don't know. Beta's cute. I don't know. It's cuter. I don't want to say beta. So she's a beta. <laughs> and, like, also, like, um, I think she officially, according to the government, is a man, but... <laughs> so she's a trans fish. But she has feminine energy, you know? Right. So, and, yeah. and I can't imagine having a fish and call and saying like, hey, sir, hey, sir, you know? So, but it's just like, it's she, you know, it's a she. Yeah, that's so, why it's she. So it's she, you know, it's like, you can't be like, oh, he wants some food. Like, no, she wants a bite. Like she wants a little flake. Sometimes it's just a she. It's it a just, she, it like, is. like she's a she, and yeah, and so her name is Peach, and she's this, yes, like the princess, like the princess, and what, and like what, also, I didn't even realize, like, when we named her Peach, we like named her, and we were like, oh, it just feels right. We like went through all these names. We were like, is it Squish? Is it no? It's <laughs> we're like, no, it's Peach, and so we chose Peach, and then we, uh, a, a few days went by, and then uh, Dylan, my boyfriend, was like, oh my god, I just realized that like. When we met through Instagram, it was because we had both done the play James and the Giant Peach. Oh my God, I know that play. Of course you do. Like, of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> and and that's how we came like together. He had commented on my picture from the show. He said, oh my God, I did James and the Giant Peach too. That's how you guys got I together. To that is it. Yeah. And yeah. And he was like this disgust. So he played a disgusting woman. Like he played Aunt Spiker as a woman. Like disgusting drag. Yeah, well. Yeah, and so it brought us together. But but yeah, James and the Giant <laughs> Peach. Yeah. So it brought us together. Yeah, and 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 her name is so Peach. And Peach, so, being yeah. a parent, has taught you that like you do anything for your children the best you can <laughs> if you got to go to mcdonald's yes. and leave her hungry for a night that's what you gotta do absolutely i'm dead but, like if it was me between you and mcdonald's it'd be mcdonald's i don't think so i would choose you oh my god that'd be hard though it'd be hard <laughs> i'd cry a lot the sodium yeah i have that's also one more question of you <laughs> because what? of the sodium <laughs> what i don't know if i even answered your question what advice i would give to my parents um, no, well, what basically you said though was that like essentially like your parents are doing the best they fucking could. So like yeah. what advice you would have to give to them is like whatever because they were doing what they fucking could at the time. Yeah, and I, I like I have nothing but respect for my parents and that they yeah, I think that they're doing the best they always have done the best that they could in whatever circumstance that we were in. So I will say that I do think that they are better, more open-minded people because I am who I am. Mm-hmm. Like you taught them things. I think so. And that's yeah. been like one of the biggest like gifts of my life is that like I have been able to grow with my parents from like oh, yes. the people that they were whenever I came out, which was like, I, I don't want to say closed-minded, but like in a sense they were. 
but like they have because of me like they have seen gay people in a different light and I agree. and it has shifted their perspective of like what a gay person is you know they get like oh my son who i love like with everything that i am who i've worked so hard for my entire life and do whatever i can to make them fed and happy and whatever they're gay and who fucking cares you know so love that because they work yeah. so hard for you yeah and they go oh okay away. who cares that he's gay like fucking whatever uh, yes. yeah so that's been yeah that's been good what's up sean <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing i just have one more sean, nothing what's up with you? Um, i know i'm excited to take this head up off <laughs> i'm looking at it and it's staring at me saying double i'm scared Scorpio. i'm gonna pee my pants i would love <laughs> no, to really know don't. okay sorry i <laughs> Uh, my final question for you is uh, what is like the most like prominent piece of art or like interaction that you're most proud of ever that he has created or that he has seen either way like I think like I think I think that's like I would love to know what you've created that like really touched people I wrote an essay a long time ago called I Can Self-Destruct <gasps> and it was about it's a good title yeah. It's a it, good title. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it was about, like, uh, my experience with, like, dealing with, like, suicidal thoughts. And I put it out there, and, like, it was a really hard essay for my parents to read, and, like, it was a really hard essay yeah. for everyone to read. And I haven't put out an essay since then. So I feel like that kind of was, like, like my last mark. Um, and so I was wondering, like, what, like, is a piece of work that you put out that you were, like, oh, well, like, yeah, is it lame? To, I mean, I it's not lame. Whatever you're nothing say. is lame. In general, no. it's not lame. I mean, I don't. It's it's weird because I feel like I'm in the process of putting out what will be the most important. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Cheers. Should okay. Cheers. <laughs> Daisy boy, cheers. watch it. <laughs> no, I totally. I mean, I agree with that for you a hundred percent. Thanks. Like I, I. Like, I feel like I've done things in my life. Like, I went through college as, like, a theater kid. And I, like, found directing in that space. And I had, at that point, like, never been more proud of, like, anything that I had done. Like, being able to actually, like, step outside and create something and, like, orchestrate all of the elements and put together all of the things to make a production or whatever. And it was, like so good and so amazing and I was so proud of it at the time but then I moved to LA and like everything I kind of like took a back seat and sort of just started trying to become an actor and like that never felt super fulfilling to me mm -hmm. you know it like just you just show up and you say your lines and you do your thing and like you just hope it's for like the you best liked acting but Maybe that was not the yeah I, yeah I love acting it's like cool but it has never been fulfilling to me in the way that like being the person on the other side of things has been yes you know I I completely agree I feel with like you. you yes as someone who like wants their hand in every element of a production I will never I totally put out it. a song that I did not write. At least some you part of it. Absolutely not. So I got record. asked to do a top line, like from this like French producer, mm -hmm. and I was like, 
I think the song is cool. Can I was like, but I have a heavy hand on everything I write. I have like it's. I would love and to take a stab at the top line. Like I can't. I just won't do it. It's just not the thing. That's what being friends with you has like taught me. Is like I have to like put my hand in everything. And like, there's nothing like, wrong with it, too, you know? It's cool. No, it's nothing wrong yeah. with it, but also it's, like, I absolutely have to, like, touch the styling. Like, like yeah. I don't know. Um, it's, like, forced me to be an artist now. Like, like, now I feel like I'm an artist. Whereas before I was, like, fucking around with the idea of being an artist. But now it's, like, no. Like, yes. Like, do it. That's kind of what I feel like my first few years in L.A. where we're just, like, fucking around with the idea of being an artist. And there's, like running around and auditioning and whatever and like begging people to like put you in their stuff and then like I had this like epiphany moment where I was like no I can fucking create my own shit like I'm yes like I'm capable yes. like why not create your own shit and that, <laughs> I'm so and we're, th- we're like shaking our <laughs> I'm shaking my mind because oh my gosh we believe in that yeah and that's kind of the place that I've been at since since that happened so honestly i'm just so excited for like the journey that you're about to go on because it's like buckle up bitch (laughs) oh my god again it's cherish your mcdonald's moments for this right now because before this time this time next year i'm probably gonna be like hey like (laughs) um you want to get ice cream sorry i'm at the emmys (laughs) it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when and then i'm at the emmys you either i guess sorry to text you about ice cream we're both busy (laughs) we love you and honestly like thank you for doing what you're doing for queer people like oh period it almost sounded like you were you said like cute people like (laughs) queer people and cute people are the same same thing thing. (laughs) yeah the same wavelength honestly best friend um aj knight where can we find you you on the socials for the people who don't know it is not image night it is at i'm aj knight it's i am aj knight no it's i'm 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 yeah. I'm AJ Knight. <laughs> I love that people think your name is I'm AJ. Image. Image. Or image. Cause it's Instagram. I don't so know. Image Knight is what they're Image saying. Knight. And I'm just like, in what fucking world? <laughs> M Knight Image. Like it's I'm AJ Knight. <laughs> image Knight. Image Knight. Like image with a J. Like fucking in what world? <laughs> in 2020. Bitch. <laughs> in 2020, <laughs> image? <laughs> No, I'm AJ Knight. Is there anything else you would like to leave us off with? I have to pee. Me too. Me too, (laughs) bitch. All right. Thank you, everybody. Love Love you. you. Bye. 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 Bye.